All right, we're back. Oh, man. So I'm in the green room. And uh, I'm getting some fresh coffee. And my, see, my girl's pregnant. So now, when she comes to the studio, and we have... Um, well, there's just there's crap out there. There's candy, like... Swedish fish. All right. She bought this uh, bag from uh, Walmart. To, to li- it's not. It's not one pound. It's not two pounds. It's one point nine pounds. What the hell's one point nine? Why not just make it two? Why do you got to make it one point nine? Ugh. But anyways, I was out there, I was getting the coffee, and then I had some Swedish fit. This coffee is so hot. Hot! Alright, so... Yeah, it's hot. It's like too hot. Um, Again, Don Lemon uh, is doing nothing but talking about the Trump tape. That's it. Now he's got uh, a former contestant. Marshawn Evans on the show. So they can discuss how Trump was. They need to talk about how Trump was. Don Lemon does. Damn it. Alright, well, like I've said on the last segment, Don Lemon is not going to talk about any of the Hillary emails. Anderson Cooper will touch on it um, real quick. So, uh, we're going to have to. I mean, of course, we're not going to have a million people (laughs) watching this. But, you know what? We're going to do our best. So, one of the things that was... Well, there's two big stories. And again, watching the media ignore uh, these stories is, is... It is what it is. Now, they have to ignore these stories because the whole right-wing conspiracy. Remember, anytime you say the media is controlled by Democrats, Democrats control the media, oh, come on, you're just... You're just, oh, please, you're just, that's just right-wing conspiracy talk. You've been listening to Alex Jones too much. Stop already. Blah, blah, blah. Okay. And like I said before, throughout the years, everybody's always said the media is controlled by Democrats. Democrats control the media. But there was never smoking guns. And, and the media back then uh, didn't uh, put themselves out there to where it was so over the top. Meaning, the guy that is married and has a girlfriend, but takes the girlfriend out to all the places that he would take the wife to, and sees people that... They both know and acts like it's, you know, nothing. You know, that 
guy. That's how the media is now. They used to not be like that. When there was the Bernie Shaws, the Dan Rathers. Like I said before, Dan Rather got his ass fired for playing that liberal BS reporter. Let me try to go after a rep- I mean, he got he got fired. Regardless if the Brad, regardless if Muntaz or whoever was in charge back then is a Democrat, they always knew. Eh, you know, the news can't be completely taken over by a party because when that happens you become a communist country when everybody goes oh Donald Trump saying he's going to put Hillary Clinton in jail he's going to appoint a special pro- that's that's banana republic stuff that's been you want to know what's banana republic stuff the fact that the democrats control the media i mean that's the most banana republic communist dictatorship I mean saying to your political opponent who's gotten away with criminal acts hey if I win I'm thinking I'm gonna appoint a special prosecutor to look into the stuff that you've done that's not a banana republic a banana republic a communist country is the media coordinating with the government when the government says don't print this don't print that when the media confers with political candidates of the ruling party That's a banana republic. That's a communist country. So don't give me all this outrage. I get it. You're a liberal. You're a liberal. So women that were raped by Bill Clinton are whores and sluts. Women that Donald Trump takes to buy furniture so that they blow them are victims I get it I get it but back in the day they didn't wear that on their sleeves Bernie Shaw CNN you know Ted Turner era it was like we're news that's what we are here's 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 news the president's been shot here, we're, we're, we're bombing Baghdad or whatever the hell we're doing. It wasn't, okay, here's a anchor. Here, here's a news guy who's also going to do the New Year's Eve ball drop where he's talking about women's breasts. And his partner is going to be trying to grab his junk. And then that person is going to then do a presidential debate. And then the presidential debate 
and the people that are involved in the debate or in the election talk rude and vulgar. And then people go, how did this happen? How can we have a candidate that's like that? Well, it's not like anybody's taking the process too seriously. It's not like morally safer or some other straight news person is asking the question. Anderson Cooper is moderating a debate. Again, the guy who's playing grab the boob and prick with Kathy Griffith on New Year's Eve. And while they're going to their partner, Don Lemon, who's grabbing people's boobs in a hot tub and he's drunk off his ass. So... The media was never like this. It was never like that. You never saw Tom Brokaw. You never saw him going, there's the Berlin Wall. Now, where's some boobs? Let's grab boobs. Let's go. I'm drunk. Nobody, it wasn't like that. So don't give me this righteous indignation of Oh my God, Trump. When Don Lemon spends his entire show talking about locker room talk and ignores Hillary Clinton, just ignores everything. So now it's not a right-wing conspiracy. It's legit. All these emails, all these emails have now shown Reporter after reporter, news anchors, conferring with the Clinton people. Remember the Republican debate? Remember the Republican debate? And you had John Harwood, remember? And he's going after all the candidates, calling Donald Trump's campaign a comic book. Remember that? And of course the media and everybody else were like, what? They can't answer tough questions? Well, ha, ha, ha. Everybody's like, dude, this is like a hatchet job by the Democrats. Now, don't forget, Republicans, the Rents Priebuses, are not completely innocent because they knew. They knew. Republicans know. I don't have to say this again. We say it all the time. And I'm sorry I have to repeat myself. But everybody knows the media is never going to give a Republican a fair deal. But for some reason, for some reason like a crazy person, because that's the definition of crazy, doing the same thing over and over and over and over and over again, Expecting a different result. So when Priebus and the rest of them go, no, 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 I think this is going to be different. MSNBC promised us. And then they get screwed over. And it's like, dude, what happened? They screwed us. Well, didn't they screw you a couple years ago? Yeah. But I thought it would be different this time. Well, I guess you're stupid. 
That's why you haven't won the White House in eight years. And technically, you got lucky in two thousand. You got lucky that Al Gore was such a pussy. Because if Al Gore was, say, Donald Trump, there, there would have been a, a there would have been a fight at the White House. Been a fight at that White House. There's no way Donald Trump would have said, "We're not gonna what? You mean I, I'm I'm up by six hundred thousand votes in the popular vote, and if we do a recount here in Florida, I will win it." No, 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 no. Well, we're gonna go to the Supreme Court. We'll go to all you want. This is a democracy. He Trump would have. I mean, it, no. The Supreme Court, regardless of what Scalia said, well, it was either going to be decided by us or it, the Supreme Court wouldn't have dared. Wouldn't have dared win against Trump if Trump was Gore. So, Republicans, you're lucky Al Gore was a pussy in 2000. Because if it was anybody with balls, okay, if it was anybody with balls, you wouldn't have had the White House since George Bush Sr. Since George Bush Sr. That would be the last time you've controlled the White House. But you got lucky because Al Gore was a big pussy. Big, giant pussy. Wasn't that he respected the process. Respect schmeck. When you win, when you've got more votes, and you're being suppressed in a state, you fight to the bitter end. You Listen, I'm not a Cruz fan, but if... If that was Ted Cruz, you don't... What do you think Ted Cruz would have went? Everybody, uh, uh, I'm going to call, uh, and then I'm... De- what, are you kidding me? Al, listen, Ted Cruz lost the primary and was still, still to the bitter end going, you know what? Maybe I'll steal this with these, uh, these delegates. I mean, Ted Cruz to that bitter end was a heartbeat away from going, you know what? I know you got more popular votes, but I'm going to get more of the delegates and we'll fight it out. So you think Ted Cruz back in 2000, if he was Al Gore, would have went, yeah, okay, no problem. So Republicans, you've been on the losing end and you will continue to be on the losing end. So, let's get back to John Harwood. These emails show that he was in cahoots with Podesta. He was in cahoots as it pertained to that debate. He's sitting there bragging to Podesta on how he went after Trump.
I mean, he bragged about it. He, he bragged about it. I mean, it's just mind-blowing that they've been caught. Like I said, we've all known, but it's always been you can't prove it. Everything as it pertains to Republicans is you can't prove it. So if a Republican goes, hey, well, but, well you can't prove it. See, you can't prove it. You can't prove it. But when it involves a Republican, see, the media has no problem with doing stuff. And you're like, whoa, where did... Do, sources. Oh. So here, they're caught red-handed. Here they're caught red-handed. You have the debate moderator, at least one of the debate moderators. CNBC. CNBC. The chief Washington correspondent. Going back and forth with Podesta. With articles uh, for Hillary. Did she like it? Did she like it? Did she did she like it? I just want to know. Did she like it? Tell me she liked it, please. Tell me she liked it. He tells Podesta. Clinton is pretty strong. Podesta says, yep, feeling good. This is him saying, I think she's over the hump. Knows she has to do this at. She looked so much more comfortable talking to Andrea today than to Brianna a few weeks ago. And here's Harwood talking to Jennifer Palmieri. I'm doing a speakeasy with Pat Buchanan on Monday to get his perspective on the weird GOP field slash race heading into the first debate. In July of 74, three weeks before Nixon resigned, when Pat was in the White House, comma, and my dad was a top editor at Washington Post, they debated each other on the subject of press bias at the Kennedy Center. Just discovered that NPR broadcast. Trying to get that tape. Jennifer Palmieri responds. I appreciate that. (laughs) Harwood telling Podesta lunch. New York City tomorrow. Again, this is a debate moderator for MSNBC or CNBC who says to Trump, is your campaign a comic book carrot? I mean, he went after everybody that night. 
here's Harwood telling Podesta that he wants to do a story and a story that Hillary said she wants. The subject is, don't you think it's time, Harwood, for HRC to talk economy with me, Podesta. Time to start talking about the economy with somebody, probably after Thanksgiving, Harwood, with me. It'll be the kind of substantive, deep, textured conversation about the economy she wants. <laughs> I mean, this is a reporter. Now, when you listen to Libs say, well, how is this uh, uh, any different than Sean Hannity? What do you mean, how is this Because di- Sean Hannity isn't a reporter. Sean Hannity isn't a debate moderator. Sean Hannity is exactly what he is. He is a right-wing talk radio slash TV host. That's what he is. And he makes no bones about it. If you said to Harwood, "Hey man, you're a you're a lefty. What are you talking? You're a lefty reporter. You do everything in your power to get lefties elected. Oh, are you in How could you insult me like that? Uh, what I am a a a unbiased. That's the thing about the left, like I've always said. If they just say, "Listen, we are leftists we are leftists that's again why I always give MSNBC a pass like one of the leaked emails had MSNBC's uh, uh, all in with Chris Hayes's producer fawning over Hillary oh my god telling Podesta Hillary's so great and she's just oh I I just wish I could smell her I'm exaggerating with the smell part but I mean it it was this whole let me just completely give you a reach around but MSNBC doesn't make any bones about being a bunch of liberal and in Chris Hayes's uh, uh, case Hipster douchebag. He, he, he doesn't try to pretend he's not what he is. He's a hipster, liberal douchebag. Rachel Maddow. Same thing. Yes, yeah, she's intelligent. She's a Rhodes Scholar. She, all these great things. But she's a lesbian, hipster douchebag. Who says, I am a liberal I make no bones about it. So, I give MSNBC a pass. Because they come out and say, we're we're liberal douchebags. But John Harwood doesn't. And especially when you're a debate moderator. Anderson Cooper doesn't come out and go, I'm a liberal hipster douchebag. Gay douchebag. That's what I... He doesn't come out and say that. He tries to pretend that he's the straight news guy. Same thing with Lemon and Brianna Keeler. Chris Cuomo. It's like, Chris, you're a bleeding heart leftist. What? 
what? I'm a newsman. No, you're not. <laughs> you know, you're not. You, you promote propaganda. Stop it. So this is Harwood. This is the guy that debated the Republican debates. Ah, again, they've been exposed. Things that we've always known. Things that we've talked about, but we've been told we're cuckoo. Ah, you're cuckoo. Oh, I'm cuckoo. I'm cuckoo. I'm I'm nuts. <laughs> nuts. Here's Harwood telling Podesta, be careful. You got to watch out for Ben Carson. Ben could give you real trouble in the general. He's giving him tips. Well, you got to do this and you got... And then you got Donna Brazil, which I always thought, again, the media does stuff now where you're just like, hey, man, aren't you married? Like I I gave the example of the married guy that brings the girlfriend around. It's like you've got your wife. You go to the, the, the hangout that everybody goes to. And there's, you know, Bob. And you're like, what the? And your wife's like, who's with Bob? And Bob shows up. Hey, guys, this is this is Sharonda. Hi, how are everybody? Hey, Sharonda. Bob, what are you doing? What? What are you bringing? What do you mean you're bringing your girlfriend? Ah, dude, just don't worry about it. And then, like, everybody's on uncut- that's 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 the media now. So you got Donna Brazil, who works for CNN, but she's still technically part of the Democrat Party, meaning the inner workings. It's like watching Paul Begala, who runs the Hillary Super PAC, and yet he's on the show. As a pundit, commentator. Now, yeah, I know you have Corey Lubinowski, but uh, uh, Corey's kind of new in the whole game. Corey's kind of new into the game, but regardless, you have Donna Brazil, Paul Begala, who both are part of CNN. CNN does debates, does town halls. They do interviews. And they both are part of the Clinton campaign. Like I said, you see this and you're like, that's that's not... You know, regardless if Corey still gets paid from Trump, which he does, but it's like a severance package. Corey's not part of the Trump camp. 
and they're not exactly doing anything on the inside with Corey as far as CNN goes. I mean, you could tell they hate him because he's the only one that fights with everyone up there. Jeffrey Lord's like, hey, Van, hi. Kelly McAfee, she's like, I'll see you. I'm going to go see my boyfriend or husband play baseball. Corey's just like, So you got Donna Brazil, who's on CNN, and head of the DNC, and giving the Clinton crew inside information on debates and things of that nature. Again, stuff that you say to yourself, you know that's going on. And again, people go, you can't prove it. You can't prove it. Okay. But Jesus seems obvious. Well, you can't prove it. All right. Well, what about all that stuff you say about Trump? You can't prove that. Well, come on. Ah, Sources say. Okay. So here you got Donna Brazil saying to Jennifer Palmieri. From time to time, I get the questions in advance. And this is referencing a town hall that Hillary and Bernie are having. So here you have. Here you have. Hillary getting information from Donna Brazil before a debate. Why is it so conspiratorial Alex Jones-ish when people go, she was giving questions before the first debate with Trump? She was given... The, I mean, why, why is that crazy? Why is that crazy? Why, why is that... If Donna Brazil was sitting here telling Jennifer Palmieri, from time to time, I get the questions in advance. Here's one of those worries. The question is the death penalty. And then Brazil went into the whole thing that is troubling her. So, why is it conspiratorial? Why is it crazy? Why is it Alex Jones chemtrails to say Hillary she she got this or she here's Donna Brazil here's Donna Brazil giving Jennifer Palmieri questions before the debate now you can't say No different than the left says, well, if Donald Trump said this or uh, Donald Trump was accused of it, you have to look at a pattern. And you can't say, hmm, it was only one time. Okay. Well, if you're going to say that about Trump, And the things that are going on in the Trump campaign and, you know, issues. 
then you have to apply that to Hillary Clinton. Here's Hillary getting tipped off by Donna Brazile. So in turn, you can't say, oh, that was probably just one time. You can't say that was one time. If you're going to go after Trump and say, hey, you have to look at it. You have to come on. This You can't say this is one time. You can't. Well, the same thing with Hillary and Donna Brazil and CNN. You can't say, oh, it was just one time that Donna Brazil tipped Hillary off about questions and things that were going to be asked. You can't say that now. You can't. And what's the liberals' response? This is this is how they deflect. These emails were hacked by the Russians, by Vladimir Putin. Uh, okay, but Donna Brazil gave. <sighs> if you want to go off these emails. Well, then go off these emails. But these are emails that were hacked by Vladimir Putin. And Vladimir Putin is trying to throw the election to Donald Trump. This is wrong. These are private emails. Okay. Well, I don't think anybody seemed to be too upset that Donald Trump's tax returns were leaked to the New York Times. Those are his private documents those are his private documents what the new york times did was against the law they printed a document without the permission of donald trump which made that against the law like i said liberals leftists uh, progressives the hypocrisy that runs through their blood. The hypocrisy. This bizarre double standard. It is beyond. It's beyond. It's beyond comprehension. These emails shouldn't be talked about because they were hacked. They were private and they were hacked. That was done illegally. But the Trump tax returns, that's okay. How, how is that? How, how, do you, how, do you, how do you extrapolate from that? Saying that uh, you will pay a $5 million um, uh, 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 bounty or whatever the hell it is for apprentice tapes. All of, I'm just, all of these things that liberals have no problem with. But when the same thing is done to them, it, it's it, it's like the biggest scandal and the, and the biggest... just uh, Oh my God! These are private emails! These were hacked by Vladimir Putin! Ah! Okay. Okay, Vladimir Putin wants the emails hacked. He got the emails hacked. He wants Donald Trump to win the election. Okay, cool. Now we put that aside. We're going to give that to you. Now what? Doesn't change the fact that Donna Brazil is giving the Clinton camp debate answers 
doesn't <laughs> it, it, it doesn't disqualify John Harwood working with the Podesta and the Clinton there uh, about um, interviews. I, I mean, it it fine, fine. We get it. Putin bad, er. Hacks illegal, er. Okay, well, Trump tax returns illegal, but hey, gotta have it out there. Okay, it's out there. And we talked about it for two weeks. The Billy Bush conversations still haven't stopped. They still haven't stopped. Billy Bush took one for the team. All of this, he's fired now. He's working out a deal to leave. He took one for the team. I told you guys that. NBC knew what this was going to do to him. He knew what it was going to do to him. Remember, the president of NBC came out a month ago and said, Donald Trump is scum. He is horrible. He is the worst human being in the world. I hate him. 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 him." So they all got together. They sat with Billy and said, all right, listen. This is what's going to happen. You're going to fall on the sword. We're releasing this tape because... Hillary's not 50 points ahead. We thought she would be, but we got this debate coming up. Right now, depending on what poll you see, they're either tied or Trump is up by a point. Her VP looked like a jack-off. And if he has a good debate performance, it's over. Do you understand that, Billy? I understand it. Now, we didn't want to have to do this. We figured she would be 50 points ahead, but she's not. So we're going to have to release this tape. Do you get it? I understand. So here's what's going to happen. You're going to be ostracized. You're going to get crapped on. But we're going to compensate you. You're going to get a couple million bucks. You're going to go on a little vacation. And after the election, when everything blows over, we're going to bring you back. Okay? Just look at it this way. You're taking one for the team. You're taking one for your country. And Billy went, Okay. And that's what happened. That's what happened. So, Russian hack it, whatever. I don't really care who did it. And it wouldn't, would it really matter if it was a 400 pound fat guy in someone's basement who, on top of hacking Jennifer Lawrence nudie pics or Hope Solo taking these extreme close ups of her snatch? And hacking Hillary's emails, would that would then it be fine? Would be would we be cool? Or is it just the the Ruskies? Which what is it? Because it still doesn't diminish the fact that MS uh, CNBC John Harwood in the tank, Donna Brazil 
in the tank. Boston Globe. I mean, these are all revelations from these emails. Like I said, MSNBC, Sharia Braun, S-H-E-A-R-A, Sharia Braun, editorial producer for All in with Chris Hayes. But like I said, MSNBC, they're, they're shills. They say they're shills. Chris Hayes is is not a an objective. He's he's the hipster douchebag version of um, Sean Hannity. If you put glasses on Sean Hannity, or you know what, he's the hipster douchebag version of Tucker Carlson. Remember when Tucker used to wear the bow tie? He doesn't wear the bow tie anymore. Look like a retard. But he's the hipster dude. So you got I give them a pass just because they're. In the tank, and they they know they're in the tank. They say they're in the tank. But, I mean, these emails uh, and all the people that are in the tank, besides Chris Hayes, MSNBC people, CNN reporter Dan Marika. Mur- he got this uh, Loralo Pirelli, CNN or uh, Clinton's director of Latino outreach. He says uh, the, the, the press secretary, Nick Morella, uh, and uh, Dan uh, Merka, they love each other. I mean, this is all legit stuff. This is all legit stuff. Just, just media people after media people. All in the tank. Like I said, we've always known it. But there was never a smoking gun. I mean, imagine. Stepanopoulos isn't a smoking gun to Republicans. The minute Stepanopoulos became the the boss of the political wing of ABC, all the Republicans should have said, uh, we will never, ever, ever, never, ever, ever go on your show. You worked for the Clinton administration. You still, you still are part of the Clinton administration. And there's no way in God's green earth you could ever be objective in anything you do. But Republicans are like, no, George Stephanopoulos is.
shows him, Podesta, the whole little crew. Going over talking points. Going over talking points. We t- with Peter Schweitzer about the Clinton cash. Basically, the Clinton people wrote Stepanopoulos a whole bunch of talking points, a bunch of rebuttals. So if Schweitzer says this, you say that, you ask him this, you do. The whole email shows this. And yet, this Sunday... Republicans, your usual suspects, will go on Stepanopoulos' show. And not one of them will go, hey, George, what's with that email? Nobody will. Like I said, man, politics, you know, we, we can all talk about it. We can, we can all get outraged about it. But it really is corrupt, just from the head to the toe. And really, at the end of the day, you're never, ever going to get the corruption out unless you have term limits. Unless you can get the McCain's and the Ryan, unless you can get these people out in 12 years or 10 years, it doesn't matter. That's why they know the media is corrupt. They know Lester Holt is going to play games. They know Kathy Griffin's boyfriend, Anderson Cooper, is going to play games. But they still do it. Like I've said before, if you can make $200,000 and swim in a big pool naked... Hell, man. If I can make 200 grand, wander around Washington, swimming in pools naked, having all my food paid for, getting hookers here and there, maybe if I'm a real religious Bible thumper, I just, you know, sex to people. I <laughs> Whatever. But why would you ever do anything to rock that boat? Exactly. And that's really what Trump represents. I know people will like to say, oh, well, he's been part of the inside for all. Not really. Not really. He's giving all these jerk-offs money. That's how you get things done. That's how you get things done. <laughs> He's giving Harry Reid money. Why? Because Harry Reid's in Vegas. He's in Nevada or Nevada. Trump's there. New York, Chuck Schumer, that whole crew. That's the only way you're ever going to change it. And guess what? We're going to do this four years from now. Regardless if it's... Well, if if Trump wins, we're not going to go through this. But if Trump doesn't win, and the media and the Democrats are successful, 
in depressing the vote. You know, you hear them on TV all day going, you know what Donald Trump's new strategy is? Here's the new strategy. Who would you hear this from? Sources. Duh. Silly me for asking that. Here's a new strategy. If he could just throw the kitchen sink at Hillary and make Democrats so depressed that they don't want to come out and vote for her. And then have every angry, uneducated, redneck white man come and vote for Trump. That's how he'll win. That's his strategy. Oh. But the Democrat strategy is to tell everybody Trump is down by 10. Trump is down by 15. He's got no shot. It's over. It's done. It's finished. Even the Republicans. That's why they did what they did over the weekend. Oh, I'm withdrawing my support. I'm withdrawing my support. I'm withdrawing my support. And if you haven't been following the race, if you are what I call a Johnny-come-lately or a Super Bowl watcher where you only get engaged during the playoffs and then watch the Super Bowl. Same thing. You don't vote for your governor. You don't vote for your congressman. But you vote for the president because that's what you do. You might be part of something like an 08 where everybody goes, you got to vote Obama. It's historic. Plus, it'll purge you of all your sins. What do you mean? Well, have you ever said a racist joke or laughed at someone saying racist joke? Uh, yeah. Well, if you vote for Obama, it's all good. Oh, okay. Oh, let me pull that lever. Hey, I'm not racist. Vote for Obama. All right. Got it. So if they tell all of those Johnny-come-latelys, Look at all these Republicans leaving Trump. Look at all these Republicans. They don't like him. They think he's horrible. He look at the NBC poll, which was cooked. We haven't even gone into that, but that was cooked. Look at the NBC poll. Now those mushy middle, those new voters, those Johnny come latelys, they go, oh, well, I don't want to be part of a losing team. So I'll either vote for Hillary or why vote for, why even get engaged? Why even go and vote for Trump, he's going to lose. They're telling us he's going to lose. All these Republicans are leaving him. Now, of course, if you just came into this race, if you just walked in and heard, oh, Paul Ryan, oh, John McCain, oh, uh, then you're going, oh, my gosh. But if you've really been following this, all of these people that left Trump were never real supporters of Trump. They just got on the train because they were basically forced to get on the train. And now because the media is saying, hey, guess what? He's going to lose. He's going to lose. Look at our polls. Look at our polls. Look at our polls. They're like, oh, geez, okay, now I'm going to get back off. So when the left and the media say, here's the strategy. To bash Hillary, make all the Democrats not want to come out and vote. 
and then have all the angry, white, uneducated, hillbilly rednecks come and vote for Trump. That's a strategy. Where'd you hear it? Sources. And the left and the media strategy is to tell everybody that Trump is done. So then you don't go out and vote. You don't go and volunteer in an office. You don't do those things. So then in turn, and we discussed this yesterday. After Trump wins the debate, and they had everything all set up, from the CNN poll that, oh, look, look, uh, Hillary won. The, it, he wasn't supposed to win. He wasn't supposed to show up with those girls. So all their plans got blown up. But they still had this poll. They still had this poll. And this great site, it's a pretty good site, the Conservative Treehouse, broke it down. And the guy that created Delbert, it's funny, but the, the, the he, I, he must made millions of dollars and he doesn't care uh, about that cartoon because he's one of the only celebrities besides John Voight that have come out and like Trump, 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 Trump. I mean, Scott Baio, again, we can mock Scott Baio for what he's doing now, which is nothing, but he's got to be... Just millions deep because of residuals. Remember, that residual money's big, but I don't want to get off the beaten path here, and I don't want to go until 10.30 like we did last night. We're on for like four hours. But this website, the conservative treehouse, and the Dilbert guy, he sent this link to everybody. I looked at it, I forwarded it, and it's fascinating because it shows how the NBC poll was completely cooked. And this is a poll that everybody's going by. Everybody's going by this poll. CNN's going by the poll. Hell, even Fox is going by the poll. Everybody's going by this poll. And listen to this makeup. And again, no one brings this So it was a sample of 500 people, okay, 500 people, and here was the makeup, strong Democrat, 26, not very strong Democrat, 8, independent lean Democrat, 9, strictly independent, 12, independent lean Republican, 10, not very strong Democrat. Republican, seven. Strong Republican, 19. Other, five. Not sure, four. So the breakdown was Republican and Republican leaning, 36. Democrat and Democrat leaning, 43. And Independent, 12. So right out of the gate to say, oh, well, Trump's down. 10 points, look what happened, 10 po- Right out of the gate, you're going to have a higher Democrat poll number because the makeup favors the Democrats. I, I, I mean, 
when, when you listen, when you listen to liberals like sleepy eye Chuck Todd go after a Trump supporter, and that's why, listen to me, and that's why, that's why even the pundits, and I, and I hate to say this because you got Jeffrey Lord and, and Scotty Neal Hughes, but even them are really shills. Because Scotty Neal Hughes and Kellyanne and Jeffrey Lord have been on these shows enough in the past two days since this poll's been out and since this information started trickling out that when they bring this poll up, they easily can say, that poll is bunk. That is a bunk poll. But they don't. You know why? Because if they do, CNN will throw them off the effing air and revoke their paycheck. Because what's going to happen after the election? You're never going to ever hear from Scotty Neal Hughes again. You're never ever going to hear from Kellyanne McAfee. You're never ever going to hear from Jeffrey Lord. Or half the other Trump surrogates. And vice versa in the Clinton camp. You're never going to hear from 70% of those surrogates. But this poll is completely bunk. That's why I've said yesterday, I've said it the day before. You want to say Hillary's up? Okay, I'll give that to you, but it ain't 10 points. It ain't 11 points. You're talking two to three points if. I mean, just this, just this sampling is a seven, it's a seven point swing. Take the independence out. Take the independence out. You're talking about seven points. So this poll starts Trump off in a seven point deficit. So in if if you take it from that and wipe the seven points away, you're looking at four points. If you think about it. But remember, Chuck Todd, stop calling these online polls real. They're not. You're in fantasy land. You're our polls are scientific. CNN's polls are scientific. They're scientific. They're science. So last debates, the scientific polls had Hillary winning by over twenty percent. Yeah, and the scientific polls by NBC show. That Hillary's up by 11 points, even though the poll right out of the gate is skewed. It's dead. Real, real scientific. Real scientific. But here's where it gets better. Here's where it gets so much better. You know who the polling organization was? Well, I say it like, hey, guess who it was? You you don't know who it was? I'm going to tell you who it was. Heart Research and Associates. Slash public opinion strategies. 
Now, you know who Heart Research and Associates is? Peter D. Hart. He's the founder. And Golf Garen is the president. Yeah. Yeah. Now you're saying, Rob, <laughs> again, who is it? Oh, here it is. They've been the pollster and strategic advisor to Priorities USA. You know who Priorities USA is? The super PAC supporting President Obama's reelection. Yeah, 2012. And is currently playing a similar role for Priorities USA in support of Hillary Clinton. Basically, Paul Begala, that, that whole crew. That, that whole crew. But, uh, but uh, I'm telling you, it's a great article. It's a great, I mean, again, the media gets away with it. Because we, on the right, and I will repeat it, and I know my listeners go, oh, Rob, we're so sick of it. But maybe if it gets drilled in your effing heads, you could be part of a movement to try to change something. If the media doesn't report on it, that means it never happened. So as long as the media doesn't talk about this, it didn't happen because nobody will know. But if the average voter, low information voter, knew how much of a fraud that NBC poll was, it would be like a five-year-old finding out that there's no Santa Claus. Seriously. The low-information voter really believes that everything is on the up-and-up. Someone on the hard left, they know it's, it, it's all cooked for them. They know it. Everyone on the hard right knows it. It's the mushy middle. It's the low-information voter. They're the ones that believe in Santa Claus. They're the ones that go, Anderson Cooper said that. It's got to be true. I know a few gay guys, and they don't lie. They cut my hair real good. If that mushy middle, low information voter knew about this, they'd be like, what? You mean the people that did the poll that everybody's touting as the doomsday scenario for Trump was done by a Hillary Clinton supporter? How is that? How is that right? Exactly. There's no fucking Santa Claus. That's how. You made me swear. I'm sorry, but we're past. We're past the 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 terrestrial radio time. Exactly. Exactly. But here's the coup de grace. September of 2016, the company, this guy, 
this guy, Gaffin and uh, Hart here, Garen and Hart, back in September, they were paid $178,000. Peter D. Hart, Research and Associates, $178,000. Priorities USA paid them. And then another payment was found for $42,000. This isn't a right-wing conspiracy article. The people that did the poll that NBC is rubbing all over everybody's chest was paid close to a quarter of a million dollars by the Clinton camp. There is no Santa Claus, my mushy, middle, low-information voters. Do you understand? Do you get it? This is, listen... This is another reveal because we've talked about the polls are bullshit for months on this show, but nobody could ever prove it. Remember, we talked about the whole Ted Cruz Trump poll where out of the blue NBC pulled off this Ted Cruz is up nationally on Donald Trump by three or four points. And the, 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 the exp- them being exposed was basically, wasn't a super PAC thing. It was in the sampling that showed that the people that were sampled consider- were considered very conservative. So, of course, during the primaries, the very, very, or as Mitt Romney would say, severely conservative they were going to vote for Cruz. So if your major portion, the, 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 the bulk of your sample are considered severely conservative, it's going to go for Cruz. But this is the first time that a major network, a major media outlet has been exposed. And everybody's using it. CNN, oh, according to the NBC poll, MSNBC, Rachel, the whole crew, the the NBC, the NBC poll, and it's bunk. It's bunk. It's bunk. If Time Magazine's online poll, according to Chuck Todd, is not reality, it's like a fantasy. Trump supporters and Trump surrogates who quote that are, are, are cuckoo birds. If that's the case for an online poll, then what do you call a poll that's been conducted by a Clinton super PAC organization? I mean, seriously. Clinton super PAC paid this company $200,000. That's like getting an award because you've 
bribed, you know, the, the people that give you the award. Back in the early days of my life, and I was part of an industry, the magazine that had the yearly award show, the magazine would basically give awards to the companies that bought the most amount of ads. Because if you're spending a quarter of a million or $300,000 on advertising with that magazine, and that magazine has an award show and doesn't give you an award, guess what? You don't advertise with them anymore. So they give you an award. So then you can say, hey, our stuff is the best. And that's why you have to buy it, consumers. Because this magazine, the Bible of this business, just said we were the best. See how it works? So if you're paying a company a quarter of a million dollars, and that company is doing polls for NBC, that poll better say that you're winning huge. And it better come out at a time of need to get people's brains off of a bad situation. So, Chuck Todd, you want to talk about fantasy land? You sleepy-eyed jack-off, you, my friend, are in a just a, an entirely different universe. And that's why I will end this with saying, again, Ben Shapiro is a jerk-off. His 999 theory, right now, and right now, CNN just put the NBC poll. They just put it up, and I'm watching Kellyanne McAfee pretend that this information isn't out there because she wants her effing paycheck. Instead of going, why would you, this this poll's bunk. This poll's bunk. But I digress, and let me wrap it up. Ben Shapiro's wrong. He's a jerk-off. He's a Johnny-come-lately with his big brain and all. Trump creating a media conglomerate, a channel that you have to pay for, is not how you win in the big picture. It's having a cable channel that is on basic cable. So when you sign up for Time Warner Cable, the Trump channel... Is automatically included right next to CNN. And then on that Trump channel, you have people that have shows that go against Anderson Cooper and Jake Tapper. And they debunk everything they said. They call them out. 
And they wave this type of stuff in the air and say, you're a liar, you're corrupt, you're a scumbag. And just remember before you go, oh, come on. That's how Jon Stewart became who he is. Every night attacking Hannity and O'Reilly and anybody on the right that was in the media. Don't ever forget that. Imagine a Trump super PAC doing a poll that says Trump's up by 10 points. They go after the fact that Breitbart is involved in a poll. And when somebody quotes the Breitbart poll, the media goes, Ugh, uh, we have to tell everybody that is a Breitbart poll. So how much weight can you put in that? I don't know. How much weight can you put into a poll that's controlled by Hillary Clinton's super PAC? You effing a-hole. It's Rob Zakari Show. We are done for the night. I can't go until 10. I can't do 10, 10, 30. It's already 9, 24. I can't do it. I can't do it. I can't do it. Don't forget, guys. Go to the RobZakariShow.com. Go to the Facebook. Uh, go to Spreaker. Go to iHeartRadio. Uh, go to iTunes. Go to Blog. We are everywhere. We're on uh, Twitter. We do the tweet thing. We are everywhere. We're like American Express card. We just don't have... We're just not the black card. Okay? We're just... We, we're not the black... We don't have... The American Express cash. But we are everywhere. Except, I take that back. We are like American Express. Well, I think everybody takes American Express. But there was a time where you would go to a restaurant. And you go to pay the bill and you pull out your American Express. And they go, oh, no, 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 we don't take American Express. So we're kind of like old American Express. We're everywhere except terrestrial radio. And we want to be on terrestrial radio. But we're not. So we are old American Express. We're not all the stores take it, but we're everywhere else. So if you're in your car and you have the iHeartRadio app, you can listen to us. If you're on Spreaker and you got the Spreaker app, you can listen to us. If you're on Roku and you have any of these apps on Roku or smart TVs or any of that stuff, you can listen to us. So, all right, it's Rob Zuccari. We'll see you guys tomorrow, same time, 7 p.m. And I think they're going to do new graphics tonight or tomorrow. I'm not sure, but. Because we still have our old advertisement up about uh, our original time in the morning. And I told them not to change stuff until we kind of get our flow. Because we've only been doing the night show for about two weeks now. But I think all the new stuff will be up tomorrow. Anyways, it's Rob Zuccari, Rob Zuccari Show. You guys are the best. You guys rule. Uh, Thank you for being here. Blah, 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 blah. We'll see you tomorrow.